Hi guys, hope everyone's well and welcome back to the Improvement Podcast. It's Charlie Cuthbert here as always and today I'm going to dive into the mistakes people make when building muscle. But first of all, I'm going to give a quick update on myself. So it's been another productive week on training as basically I say every time I do this episode. Uh, I'm like a broken record here but sleep's been a bit poorer than usual just due to like having a blocked nose because of hay fever been waking up a bit during the night but... Apart from that, not really any issues with training. I'm injury free, which I'm happy with, which I think is because my form's as best as it's ever been. And as well as that, I just went out for a night away a couple of days ago through in Edinburgh for my birthday. My girlfriend took me, which was really nice of her. So yeah, really enjoyed that. It was a nice wee uh, night away. And yeah, not really much to update. Apart from that, I'm starting to produce YouTube content. I filmed one of the videos yesterday so yeah really happy to bring that to people and hopefully give people more value and the reason why I wanted to do YouTube is because you can't really it's it's hard to give people information in terms of training through a podcast sometimes like if I'm trying to demonstrate something it's hard to basically speak about it on a podcast whereas if I do like voiceovers on YouTube you just can see exactly how I'm performing exercises how I recommend you execute them and give you cues and tips to basically perform them and then talk you through my program and it's just something I've had to do at the end of the day and it will be a good uh, just 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 a good way to further market myself for my business as at the end of the day, that's yeah, that's basically a rationale behind it. So it's not. I don't think that's a bad thing. To be fair, if someone's saying they're just doing YouTube just for giving value to people, they're probably they're probably just talking rubbish. If that makes sense. So not that I'm doing it for selfish purposes, but it, that is something that influences the decision of starting it. And so, first of all, I'm going to jump into mistakes people make when building muscle. So the first point is they've got no consistency. So this is with their training and nutrition. So before worrying about what exercises you're doing uh, or what days you train or what time you train or anything else, first of all, you just have to be consistent. So showing up, you could say it's half the battle, but there's a lot more to just showing up. But first of all, you need to show up. So... Are you being consistent with your training? Are you doing it consistently, getting all your sessions in? And are you being consistent with the exercises you're doing? Because it's hard to say if something's working or not if you're not doing it consistently. So if you're chopping and changing things, training two days one week, then six days the next, then you're, you've got no consistency. And as a result, it's going to be really hard to measure progress. So I think that's a big issue people have when trying to build their physique so what I'd recommend is having like a set schedule when you train so there's no perfect program there's no perfect exercises to perform and there's no perfect amount of days to train if that makes sense so just get yourself into a routine that you can stick to consistently so if that's going four days a week that's perfectly fine if that's going six days a week that's fine just try and get in the routine of doing it because then you can adjust from there if things aren't working or not, I a good a good split to follow is like an upper lower arm day, then an upper lower split, or maybe a push pull legs rest upper lower if you're not really got a split that you're following at the moment, 
So, yeah, that's a probably good place to start. Obviously, everyone's person dependent. People need different splits depending on their weaknesses. But, that, yeah, we're all human, so it's all a good place to start, if that makes sense. I don't like how people make out that there's a cookie-cutter approach for everything. Like, at the end of the day, we've all got the same muscle groups. We've all got the same structure to our body to an extent. Obviously, they differ, but, like, I know that... You could argue some things are not as effective as they are for others. But, like I said, we're all human, so I don't think you're going to get zero muscle from doing a split that someone else does, if that makes sense. Not that it will be optimal, but you'll make progress. So, yeah, just try and get consistency. Not just with your training, but with your exercise selection. So, the reason why you should have just consistency with your exercise selection, by that I mean what exercises you're doing during your session is in order to get good at an exercise learn proper form you need to repeat it consistently so you can't just squat every month and expect to be a great squatter you need to do it a uh, session it like every week or maybe even two times a week and the more you do it the better you get just like anything really the more you practice something the better you'll get at a faster rate so always oh i recommend unless there's a reason otherwise for example if you're hurting your shoulder during a movement while your form's as good as you can basically assess then it might be a good idea to change the exercise but if you're progressing it then don't change the exercise just keep it like that because like I said you're not going to learn how to do the basic movements correctly if you don't do them consistently so that's something that I'm a big believer in and also if you're only like squatting like let's say once a month by the time you get back to the exercise after doing it four weeks ago, you're going to be trying to get used to the exercise, whereas if you do it once a week or two times a week, it will become somewhat second nature and it'll be really easy to squat. You'll have good balance. You'll know where to put the bar. You'll know how to do the movement. And it will just go a lot, lot better than only doing it once a month. And after being consistent with your exercises so you can get good at them in terms of your form, it's form not being appropriate so kind of segueing onto the first point or off the first point you need to make sure your form's good if you want to make the most of like the how much progress you make so you could argue yes you can probably get away with your form not being as good as it could be because you do see people just fling away about and they end up having a decent amount of muscle but doesn't mean you should not everyone's the same some people have a greater potential to build muscle some people can do it easier than others so that shouldn't be an excuse in my opinion but obviously if you could argue enjoyment comes first so that should probably play a part in your training methods and how you perform exercises but for the most part i recommend slow eccentrics which are just the way down like the way down in the squat the way down on like a bench press so just always make sure it's slow and controlled on the way down and make sure you're doing your best to target the right muscle so it's hard to really describe on a podcast like i was talking about that's why i'm trying to start youtube but in terms of not being able to tell about form being appropriate basically control it don't move anything that doesn't target the muscle for example if you're performing a bench press and your feet are kicking about the air when you're doing the reps that's just probably not ideal because you'll 
not have as much stability, which just means you won't have great balance, and it'll be harder to lift the load while staying still and keeping good form. So yeah, just basically keep everything set in stone. That's not working the muscle you're wanting to work. Another example is like say, let's say you're doing a bicep curl. Only your arms should be moving. You shouldn't be moving your legs. You shouldn't be bending them. Shouldn't be moving your back. Shouldn't be moving your hips. Just move your biceps, and that just ensures you're isolating the muscle. Which what I basically mean by isolating is keeping the tension on the muscle and not putting it on other muscle groups and taking it away from the tension on your bicep. So, as well as form not being appropriate, if anyone has any form clips they want me to look at, please just send me them on Instagram. I'm more than happy to help. That's no problem at all. And third is lack of accuracy with their nutrition. So, you don't have to track calories to make progress, but it's a, I think it's a good thing for a beginner to do, even if it's for like four weeks or something, just so they know what's high in protein, they know what's low in protein, they know what foods are high in calories, they know what foods are low in calories, if that makes sense. So, with your nutrition, what I recommend if you're a beginner is just make sure you're eating consistently and you're not, you don't have to go on a eat everything in sight diet but at least try and have like three four meals a day at least with a source of protein if you want to take a step up from there start tracking your nutrition so this can be done by simply tracking how much calories you're eating on a daily basis weighing yourself seeing if your weight's slowly climbing up if your weight's slowly climbing up magic keep doing that unless you look like you're gaining an absolute ton of fat but you probably wouldn't be and basically repeat that process and add 100, 200 calories every time you stop gaining weight. Probably about 100 will be fine. So that's, yeah, that's basically how to bulk, putting it simple. And you basically want to gain around 1% of your body weight per month. If you gain 1.5%, it doesn't mean you're ruined all your gains. If you gain 0.8%, doesn't mean you're gaining no muscle. So it doesn't really have to be one percent on the dot but it's just a good figure to stick by although if you're new to training you can potentially build more muscle quicker so you could argue to gain at a faster rate but that's only if you're being extremely consistent with all aspects so after having a lack of accuracy with your nutrition if in, again see if i mention anything you don't quite understand what i'm talking about just ask me on instagram or any other platforms you follow me on so if you're taking the time out your day to support my podcast then i'm more than happy to answer a question or two so my dms are always open please know that and next is nutrition around sessions so if you don't eat before your session you're probably not going to have the best energy for your session so this doesn't mean you have to tar a protein shake five minutes before your session or you're not going to build muscle but you shouldn't be waiting, let's say, like four hours before your session without eating and then go and train on an empty stomach and then not eating after your session until like two hours later. So I recommend you don't have to overcomplicate this balanced meal before and after your session. It can be like half an hour to an hour before. What it basically ensures is you don't feel like you're tired or hungry during your session, but you don't feel like you've got food lying in your stomach and you don't feel great from it because if you've got food in your stomach it means your blood's not in your muscles your blood will be in the stomach digesting the food 
and it could cause digestive issues as well, which obviously we don't want. So yeah, balanced meal before and after your session. Yeah, you people might say, oh, but I don't, I don't want to dedicate all my time to it. There's nothing stopping you from having a scoop of protein after your session, or literally like I don't know, maybe even a protein shake before it with a bit of toast. It's that simple. It doesn't have to be anything complex. Doesn't have to be chicken, rice, and broccoli. Literally just a source of protein and calories, just calories. So you could argue you want carbohydrates because that's what our body uses as energy before fats, but it doesn't matter that much. Just literally balanced meal before and after source of protein you're sorted. Next is sleep. So as I mentioned at the start of the video or start of the podcast, sorry, sleep something I play a massive, massive importance in because it is massively important. So sleep's the time when we recover best. Sleep ensures we perform our best. Basically, sleep's, sleep trumps are, oh, I, I could say trump, but they're all important, obviously, if you want to make progress. But if you're not sleeping enough, you're just shooting yourself in the foot. Sleep's so, so, so important. If you have another, I've said this before in the podcast, but if you have another hour of sleep a day, I bet you'll notice a difference. It's not only in your mood, not only in your energy, but your performance in the gym and your ability to build muscle. When you sleep, you release hormones that basically help you build muscle. That bodybuilders who are on performance enhancing drugs literally inject into them. That's how important sleep is. It literally produces them. So, yeah, basically sleep a decent amount of time and try and set yourself up for a good sleep environment. So, but a decent amount of time is something like from seven till nine hours. Ideally, get over eight. If you can, get nine hours and you're sorted. Because if you're sleeping, let's say you're in bed for eight hours, you're not getting eight hours sleep. You're in bed for eight hours. So I've got a ring that tracks my sleep. It's kind of like a smartwatch, and I go. I'm always in bed for nine hours, but sometimes I get below six hours sleep. That's because I like obviously wake up during the night when you don't even know about it. So that shows you how much sleep I actually get. So imagine how much sleep you actually get if you you're in bed for like six hours. Probably not a lot, and you're if you're training six days a week. If you're eating your food accurately if you're doing all you can to build muscle but not sleeping then you're holding yourself back massively so this is something i made a mistake doing in the past because what i used to do is i used to go to the gym in the morning so i used to get up at like silly o'clock i think it was like five go to the gym and yeah train then go to college to be fair i, I love the mindset of getting up early i do like just getting up early getting a coffee down you and go to the gym Get it out of the way. I like how it starts your day. But I, I, I could have made so much more progress. Even if I argue, oh, but I'll be tired. I was on my feet at college and that. And then I, I won't perform well. If I got more sleep, then I'd probably perform much better. So, yeah, that's something I definitely, definitely recommend. So make sure you get your sleep. In terms of making sure you're in a good sleep environment, what this basically looks like is your room being dark, your room being cool, uh, basically not doing anything that sh stressful before bed, so not doing your college work before bed, not going to run before you go to bed, not training right before bed, not eating right before bed, there's just a couple things that you can implement. And after that, number six is people 
not ditching their ego when they're in the gym. So this is something I think everyone's guilty of at some point. I definitely have been in the past, and I still am in some aspects. Sometimes I could argue I do lift a bit more weight than I should because of just wanting to lift the weight. I'm much, much, much better at it, but there's probably times here and there where I do, where I'm guilty of it, to be fair. But, like I said, it's improving, and it's something I see hold a lot of people back. Like, uh, like another, uh, oh, sorry, the other day, I just saw someone like do bicep curls in the gym, and their biceps were barely moving. Like, their arms were all over the place. And I'm thinking there's not even a lot of tension on their bicep there. So, like, it just holds people back so, so, so much because they're attached to the amount of weight they lift. Whereas, nobody cares, oh, nobody cares how much weight you lift if you're wanting to build muscle. Like, if you, your muscle doesn't think, oh, he's curling the 20 pound, 20 kilo dumbbells, my biceps need to grow. What the biceps think or what the biceps feel is, I've got this much stress on my muscle, then it adapts to it and grows bigger. So you can put a lot of stress on your muscle with, like, with your bicep, for example. You could put more stress on your bicep with, let's say, 14 kilo dumbbell than a 20 kilo dumbbell if your form's better, if your form is better with the 14s. So another thing I see people just being held back by their ego is depth. So, like the depth on a squat, the depth on a leg press, which is very common, depth on a bench press, dumbbell press. You should be going basically as deep as comfortably possible without having any, basically, aches or pains or issues. So, if the weight's still going to be on the muscle you're trying to work, I don't see why you would go deeper. So, just go as basically deep as possible with good, safe form. So... Don't, if you are going extremely deep on like, let's say a dumbbell press and your shoulders are really sore at the bottom, I'm not saying do that, but if it's not sore, if it's pain free and you can go that deep, then I don't see why you would, yes, you might have to lift a bit lighter, but it will pay off in the long term, I promise you that. And also, like I said at the start, just having a centric control, so just controlling the weight down on the movement. Like I said, the lowering of a squat. Because that plays a, that plays a role in muscle growth as well, so we might as well utilise it. And if you don't, like I said, you'll be holding yourself back, in my opinion. So, quite a good observation of why it's so important to have good form is, right now, I'm the strongest I've ever been. And I'd, I've genuinely got... Oh, my knee feels a bit funny sometimes, but I think that's just partly due to one exercise. But apart from that, I'm pain-free. I've got no injuries. I've got no wee niggles or pains at all. Like I'm, I'm feeling probably the best I've ever felt, and my training's going the best it's ever been. I'm at all-time strength, and yeah, I'm just basically re- having really, really, really productive training, and that's a result of having as perfect execution as I can or strive to every session and not having an ego in the gym and yes we all want to lift heavy yes it's fun lifting heavy but it will come over time I promise you that and it will arguably come quicker so if you make the most of your training now if you don't let your ego get in the way now you'll progress at a faster rate you'll build muscle at a faster rate 
and then you'll be able to handle the heavy weights that you want to handle like faster simple as that so always make sure your form's good and if you're training hard if you're training to failure then you're still going to make progress so it's not like if you don't lift a certain amount of weight you're not going to grow your muscle as long as you're training with good form in the rep range that causes muscle growth which is 6 to 35 and you're training close to failure you'll build muscle so that's a good segment onto the next point which is not training hard enough so I, I see a lot of people in the gym and I don't think they're giving it their all. So this is something that people need to work on over time. It's not something you'll get straight away. So I think people who have had a background in sport before like joining the gym are better at basically training harder than others, which is... Which is expected because if you're not used to pushing yourself physically, then why would you be good at it? You wouldn't. So this, I'm not. I'm not trying to make these points as just being a douche or being nasty or putting people down or belittling, belittling people. Because I made these same mistakes myself at one point. Every single one of them, I believe. What I'm trying to do here is try and get people to avoid the mistakes that they might not know they're making and educate you during the process so one of the pet peeves I hate in the fitness industries is you just get people so negative so I can, I can be guilty of it as well having a wee rant on Instagram now and then but for the most part I try and just be positive and just spread like positive like messages or that I don't try and like just put folk down or slate people I just try and come across with trying to inform people the best I can and hopefully inspire people and make the most of their training so don't think I'm coming at, uh, coming at people with like a, a view of like trying to tear them down or belittle them or say they're training rubbish but like I said I don't think people train hard enough and like I said it takes time so you're not going to train hard overnight but in terms of how you can train hard is Every time you step in the gym, always try and push yourself further. So, a good way to a good way to learn how to train hard is to do it in a safe environment. So, that means, let's say, in a leg press, if you know you've got safeties up. So, if you have, yeah, like I said, if you have safeties and you know if you fail the rep, it will land on the safeties and not crush you, then you can afford to train to failure. You can do reps until you can't no more and you won't have injury as a side effect of it. So why not do it? You might as well. It will get you more progress and there's literally no negative connotations of doing so. So I'd recommend doing that. Basically on every exercise you can, just train to failure. Go for that other rep every single time because I guarantee 99.9% of people have another rep in the tank. I probably I rack the weight and I've probably got another rep there because I've not learned how to train hard enough yet and I'll still have room to train harder. Even people more advanced than me, they'll be in the same position as well. So always try and push yourself further. A good way to tell if you're training hard is what did your last rep look like? So if your last rep is extremely slow from start to finish, then you're probably really close to failure. Whereas if your last rep flies up and then you're at the weight, 
it's a similar speed to your first, then you're probably not close to failure and you've probably got another route to go. So it's something that there's no really easy way to do it or no shortcut to train harder. It's just a case of practicing it every session, pushing yourself, just going for the extra rep, not racking it. Uh, although it sounds simple, it's just a case of doing so. And just basically repeating that over a large space of time and that's how you become basically like stronger and that's how you learn to train harder. So hope this podcast helps as always. Like I said, any questions, just drop me a message on Instagram or any other platform and I'll be happy to answer them. If you did enjoy this podcast, please leave me a review subscribe or i'm not sure like whatever you're watching it on just you know what i mean (laughs) and uh, yeah thank you very much for listening hope everyone has a great day whenever they're watching this